The highest peak in Wales, in fact, the highest peak in England and Wales, is called Snowdon. It sits in the heart of the Snowdonia region, and it's in one of Britain's first national parks. These Welsh highlands offer outdoor adventures a gorgeous backdrop and draw countless tourists each year. Welsh guide Martin Delandovitz is here to help us make the most of our time in Snowdonia. Martin, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me here, Rick. So... I've been to your home. Snowdon is right in the backyard. You grew up there in northern Wales. What does Mount Snowdon and Snowdonia National Park mean to you? It's a place I tend to walk quite a lot. It's just a huge and beautiful area. When I say huge, it's not massive, 827 square miles, but you're not going to see that many people in it. It feels massive because it's it's windy, it's dark, it's pristine, yeah. small roads, yes. not a lot of crowds. How tall is Mount Snowdon? It's the massive height of 3,650 feet above sea level at its peak. But because it rises more or less out of the sea, yeah. it has the aspect of bigness about it. It's so interesting because here on the west coast of the United States, 3,500 feet, it's like that's a sort of a medium mountain pass. Yes. But for Britain, that's a big peak. That's, I mean, you know, Ben Nevis is the highest one in Britain, and mm-hmm. there are a few mountains over 4,000. But in the Snowdonia National Park, you have all of Wales's peaks over 3,000 feet high, and there's only, I think there's only one peak in England that's over 3,000 feet okay. high. And this is the north of Wales. You know, I've traveled on Wales a fair bit, and I just, if you got limited time, I would recommend the north. The peak's only uh, less than 4,000 feet, but didn't um, the uh, British um, climbers of Mount Everest actually practice in the Snowdon area? They practiced in that nobody had ever used oxygen on a mountain before, and so they had a stroll round. They had uh, two systems, an open and a closed, and they thought, oh, the closed system is much better. But what they didn't realize when they got onto Everest, uh, the valves on the closed system froze. So they, they Luckily, they had a couple of open systems with them. But they had some rugged enough areas on, yeah. in North Wales where they thought they could have some uh, practice there. And you do get to some mountain, they're not resorts, they're sort of hiking centers or something. Yeah. There, there's some beautiful towns. Uh, there's a town called Bethgelert. Bethgelert, yes. Describe Bethgelert. Well, it's a mountainous area, mm-hmm. and therefore towns, villages, they nestle in the valleys. They don't sit on tops of hills. And Bay of Gellert, which means Gellert's Grave, uh-huh. is uh, beautiful in a little bowl with rivers running through it. Stone buildings. Oh, yes. Everything is built of stone. Right. Everything right. is built of stone. Stone and bridges over the babbling stone brook. Stone bridges and, of course, slate roofs, because Wales used to be the slate production center of the world at one time. That's right. So when we think about going to North Wales as a visitor and we want to do some hikes, what advice would you give for enjoying the nature of Snowdon National Park and uh, burning off some calories at the same time? You can hike at all levels. Mount Snowdon itself, Erwydfa as it is in, in Welsh, is an attraction. Mm-hmm. And there's a railway that runs up it. So if you don't want to walk for three hours, just take the train. And this is kind of a cute little tourist steam train. It, yeah. It goes from Llanberis. Llanberis up to the, the top. And that's a family day out. It is. It's, yes. it's, it gets crowded in the summer. But mm-hmm. what I was going to say is that Snowdon is like a magnet. People have heard of it. People mm-hmm. go there. So that 827 square miles, so get away from Snowdon, you'll see fewer and fewer mm-hmm. people, which is a lovely thing. It is a very empty area. It is. And 
if you wanted to have some rugged memory, you could hike it without the, the steam train. It would take, what, five hours or something? No, three hours up. Well, five hours up and down if you uh-huh. fit. You know, yes. but it's, uh, so it's a nice day. It's a lovely day. Beware, and I, I say this flat out, beware of times of year like Easter right. when it's considerably cooler at the top. Dress well. Okay. When we're enjoying the great nature anywhere in Britain, if you want to experience the industrial age slate industry, the heritage in Wales, what are your suggestions? I would suggest in Llanberis itself. Now, we said mm-hmm. that the mountain railway goes up from there. In Llanberis, you have part of the National Museum of Wales, the Slate Museum of the North. There is no charge to go in. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's fascinating. I go there myself. I dropped in. It's very well done. It is well done. But it's it's a museum, and it's it duplicates or replicates some sort of um, slices of life from those days. But you can actually go into a mine, and you can take the lifts down, and you can have yes. that experience. What would you recommend if you want to actually put on a hard hat and, and do go that. in I would go to Blena Fistiniog Blena Fistiniog Blena okay. Fistiniog to Llechwedd <laughs> well, I know this is the truth so, but, well Fistiniog starts with two F's yes F-F and then Llechwedd starts with two L's and when you have L is pronounced L but two L's are pronounced Ech Ech okay so that's B-F that's the initials of the town's name and when you see that you know that's the quintessential slate mining town. Yeah. What, just out, outside of town, there's the the Chlechwed mine? Uh, from, let's say, Llanberis, the Chlechwed is about, oh, I'd say, comfortable drive on the wrong side of the road, that is. <laughs> it's about an hour's drive, okay. maybe 45 minutes. And then if, when you're going to tour a mine, what does that entail? You go in, you're told the history of the mine, you see how it worked, and then people will demonstrate slate splitting too. You have to understand that Everybody in the region was employed in the slate industry virtually. And they uh, can split that slate. It's just like incredible. They'll make shingles out oh of yeah, a big block of slate. Fine. Just bam. Old, bam, old bam. seam, you can get it down to a sixteenth of an inch and even less. A sixteenth of an inch? Yeah, yeah. As a traveler, a real fun part of visiting Northern Wales is, is to hear the, the choirs in action. Yes. And um, I understand a lot of towns, they have a, a practice the same day every week, yeah. and, and tourists are actually welcome? Usually it's Tuesday, Wednesday, midweek, uh-huh. and uh, you go along, you make a little contribution. Why wouldn't you? Sure. It's like the practice for everything. It's almost more interesting than the event so, itself. It's so convivial. It's oh. so rich in culture. And then afterwards... They're done singing. What do they do? They all go over to the bar and they sing some more. They sing better <laughs> with lubricated voices. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. And as a traveler, you become a temporary Welsh person and you join him. Buy him a few beers and you're part of the family. Absolutely. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Martin Delendovitz from Northern Wales. And we're talking about Snowdon and the area around Northern Wales where you've got the slate culture, you've got the tallest mountain in Wales, and you've got plenty of opportunities to enjoy it as a traveler. Our email is radio at ricksteves.com and BJ in Mackinac, Illinois has emailed us and uh, Martin BJ writes, with a limited time for our first trip to the UK, our family of four, which includes two teenagers, can't hit every park to the extent that we'd like. Should we see Snowdonia instead of Dartmoor, Yorkshire Dales, or the Lake District? Ha! And should we climb Snowdon or Ben Nevis? Well, Snowdon's the tallest mountain in Wales. Ben Nevis is the tallest mountain in, in, Scotland, yeah, in yeah. Scotland. First of all, Dartmoor and Yorkshire Dales are kind of... Dartmoor is, let's say, it's not as elevated, and the Yorkshire Dales are beautiful, rolling. It's rolling. It's, it's, it's mellow. It's, it's 
It's sort of remote, unused, flat, uh, rolling hills. Kind it's, of. it's it's farmland mostly, but it's just it's just. But uh, if you want more, beautiful. if you want more hardcore nature, I think I would recommend Lake District or Snowdonia. Okay, it's me. I'd recommend Snowdonia over the Lake District. The Lake District is more rounded. Snowdonia true. is more yeah. jagged. I love Scotland. Ben Nevis is 4,406 feet. So that's another 1,000 feet or whatever mm-hmm. stuck on. And because it's so much further north, it can get much colder. Yeah. And we you have, have to be aware of that. You have to remember the latitude uh, factors you in do. there. Uh, but BJ is talking about the Lake District. That's the Cumbrian Lake District. That's true. You've got, to, the, to me, the south and the north. The south, to me, is more touristy. I, I love settling down in the north. In Cassake, mm. and there's plenty of hikes there. But a great thing about Wales is all the castles. Yes. You can't go to North Wales without being just wonderstruck by yes. the castles. Tell us just briefly, as we visit Snowdon and we drive there and we explore around, we're going to see castles. Uh, who built them and why? Well, there are two sets, if you like, of castles in North Wales. One set was built by the Princes of Gwynedd. Do you understand? That's the area in which Snowdonia finds itself. Now, if you're trying to attack them, you have to. Because it's a mountainous landscape, you have to come along mountain valleys. And so to defend their homeland... They built their castles in the valleys. However, Gwynedd was conquered by Edward I in the 1280s, Longshanks of Braveheart fame, so beautifully played by Patrick McGowan. But he wasn't interested in the valleys. He wanted to be able to get to his castles, build his castles, which are the most expensive set of wonderful castles you've ever seen. But his castles are on the edge of the sea, so he could access, bring building materials by sea... Mm. So the castles that I'm thinking of in Wales are these big, dramatic, state-of-the-art in the 13th century castles. They would be English castles built to keep the indigenous Welsh people down. Yeah. And they would be accessible by sea. Sea, yes. Because that's what you could... You don't need to control the countryside. You just have these toeholds accessed by sea, and then you can administer your empire. I mean, you've been there, Rick. You know that there's a very narrow coastal strip with mountains on the inside. So if you're going to move in Gwynedd, in North Wales, you're going to move either along the coastal strip Uh or through the valleys. Well, if you build castles at the mouths of rivers on the seashore, you've got the landscape tied up. You bottle up the country. King Edward, he had his castles there. And what are the top three or four castles that the English Carnarvon, Conwy, Dumaris. I'd say those are the Harlech top three. Harlech is one. Harlech is yeah. beautiful. The gorgeous castles. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been joined by Martin Delandovitz, a guide from Northern Wales. We've been talking about Snowdon National Park and the cultural and historic wonders nearby. Martin, thanks so much for joining us. And I'd like to just close with a, a moment with you. You and I have just spent three just exhilarating hours. We didn't take the steam train. We climbed. And yes. it's a beautiful day. We got yes. to the top of Mount Snowdon. You, as a Welshman... Tell me, what do you see and, and what do you think? It's a, the, the view from the top is stunning. You can see Ireland from the top of Snowdon. You can see the Isle of Man from the top of Snowdon. The sea is there, the lakes, heavily glaciated landscape, deep, steep, narrow valleys, little streams that run down them, and a very green countryside. It's not by accident that Tom Jones sang of the green, green grass of home. It does rain a bit, but you know... It's worth putting on a coat to go out into the beauties of Snowdonia. And at that moment, you're in the top of Wales, literally. Top of Wales. Martin, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Rick. Hey, I'm Rick Steves. In my latest book, For the Love of Europe, I share the highlights of a lifetime of exploring Europe. My favorite experiences, sights, and encounters in a hundred essays. If you love Europe too, this is 
four decades of greatest hits in 400 pages made to order to stoke your travel dreams. You can order your copy of For the Love of Europe at ricksteves.com.